demons, I command you, release me! <laughs> what a novice you are at this, Stephen. So much to learn in so little time. Excelsior, and welcome to the 15th episode of Navigating the Multiverse. I am your friendly neighborhood, Nick Job. Hey, what is up? I'm Jason Soto. Hey, Jason. Oh, yes, Nick. Uh, transition. Ooh. Do you go to movie theaters, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do, yes. Okay, well... Have you ever had the urge to go to the bathroom while watching the movie, but you were afraid you were going to miss some exciting thing happening? Yes. Well, what if I told you, Nick, that there is an app that you can download for free right now, and next time you go to the movies, you won't have to worry about that. <clears throat> I'd call you a fucking liar. Oh my god. Well, I am not a liar, sir. <clears throat> because there is such an app, and it's called RunP. RunP is a free app you can download, and uh, when you go to the movies, you tell the app what movie you're seeing, and then the uh, in in that listing, it'll tell you uh, what time during the movie you can go get up, use the bathroom, get a snack, Whatever you need to do, and you won't miss anything important. You'll miss anything plot-wise. You'll miss anything, you know, exciting. Um, yeah. Uh, it is really, really handy and really helpful. And um, they were they were they were big years ago. Like you know, I used it back back in the day. Then this weird little pandemic happened that prevented people from going to movie theaters for a little while. And so now the app is struggling, but, you know, all of us here at Rabbit Hole, we're fans of this app. We love this app to death. We don't want to see it go away. So we're trying to spread the word as often as possible, and uh, we're trying to get people aware of it and hope that they'll download it and use it. And uh, we pass the savings on to you, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, it's a really cool app. We like it. We use it all. Most of us at Rabbit Hole use it. Uh, Lisa uses it. Rob uses it. I use it. Uh, Nick, I don't know. Do you use it? Not to put you on the spot. Um, I don't, but I don't often put myself in situations where I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. So you're one of those big uh, bladder but, people I heard about. I thought those I, were only well, a legend. I'm, well, uh, legend of teachers. We have bladders of steel. <laughs> I guess that's true. Well, fair enough. But if you are, if you do not have a bladder of steel and you need you, you need to go to the bathroom for whatever reason. Uh, or you know, it's also good just to get a snack if you want to get a refill. You know, you fill up your drink, fill up your popcorn. You know, whatever. It's not just for the bathroom. Despite it being called Run Pee, you could use it to do other things besides go to the bathroom. The app's not gonna, you know, ding you if you're not in the bathroom. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> But yeah, so check that out. 
Uh, if you let them know Rabbit Hole Podcasts uh, sent you, uh, they'll be very great, you know, grateful. And, you know, maybe eventually down the road we'll, we'll uh, get some kind of compensation for all this. But for now, we're just trying to be nice and spread the word. So, Run P. Download it now. Google and iOS. And the second thing I want to talk about while I have your attention is you should go to rabbitholepodcast.com. That is the oh, best wait, website. there's more. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 indeed. That is the best website, not only in the world, maybe even the galaxy. And even so, if you're into podcasts, if you want to check out podcasts, if you like podcasts, you want to listen to podcasts, and you want a different variety of podcasts, that's your probably your best bet. Um rabbitholepodcast.com you are going to get a whole bunch of different shows uh, done by a lot of awesome people um, there's a lot of great intermingling Nick hosts you know a couple other shows I host a bunch uh, our pal Rob ho- co-hosts a few uh, yeah go check it out rabbitholepodcast.com and this is going up the when the third this should be the thirteenth when this goes up. So I'm will I will I will uh, I will plug this on April twenty third on twitch.tv slash rabbit hole pods. We are doing what I am calling the Dark Hole Film Fest. It is a twelve hour marathon of really shitty horror movies and weird stuff that I have in my collection. And we are going to watch as many of those movies as possible. So, uh, April 23rd, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash rabbit hole pods. Come by, have some fun, watch some shitty movies with us. Uh, some rabbit hole people will be there. It keeps changing every day of who's going to be there. Right now, I don't even know if Nick's going to be there. Lackey keeps saying know. he might be there. I don't know. So, anywho, just come on by. We're all going to be there. We're going to have fun. We're going to riff the movies. Uh, they're all going to be terrible. So, come check that out. And I am done plugging stuff. And this is the part. This is probably... No, we still got to do Contenders. And after Contenders, I'm probably going to be quiet for a little bit. <laughs> but let's get to Contenders, <laughs> shall we? I could have been a contender. We... Shall, um, okay, three, yep. two, two, one, one, Phil Coulson, Druig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told you I was going outside the box this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I, well. I, I've not seen Agents of Shield, but I, I do know a little bit about it. And I do know that Phil Coulson's on it, and he's supposed to be like a clone or something, because spoilers, I guess? He dies in the Avengers movies. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, y- you could take your pick as to which Coulson it is, the original Avengers and before Avengers Coulson, or if you want to do the clone Coulsons, I'm, 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 I'm okay, whichever. I, I, I think both are pretty similar, but I don't know too yeah. much about the clone version. So, I don't know. Um, well, either way, uh, Druig wins. <laughs> Pray tell why. He has mind control. Like, he can just have Coulson do whatever he wants. <laughs> um, I guess. 
why am I not seeing him on the Wikipedia? Is that not his name? Uh, okay, so Druid. Oh, oh, that, oh, that guy. Oh, fuck yeah, I lost this. God damn it. <laughs> Druid sucks. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't compete. Yeah, you're right. I lost because no matter what, how badass Phil Coulson is, he is technically a human, clone or not. Yeah. And Druid, Druid is control, like a god. Yeah, and he can control. Yeah. Okay, I I concede this one. I I lost. I can't I can't argue with that. There's nothing I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only thing I could maybe say is that Coulson maybe can quickly call like the Avengers and maybe like Thor or somebody can come take care of it. But other than that, here's I here's can't, my I can't here, I can't. My only theory on how he could possibly win is that it is i guess quote unquote clone colson uh-huh. uh and he created a method to block out mind control uh similar be after the whole loki thing happened in avengers mm. and so he somehow blocks druig's ability to control him Okay. That's the only thing I can think of. But okay. then he's basically just inventing uh, Magneto's helmet. <laughs> okay, true. <laughs> this is true. All right. Well, and I guess that's that, how we bring in the X Men. Yeah. Like I said, I concede. I can't. I yeah. can't. There's no way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got me this week, Nick. You got me this week. <laughs> and last week. No, uh, I still. <laughs> whatever time will tell so so the listeners at home let me explain i forgot to put the poll up uh and nick reminded me before recording so i put it up before we recorded and then i will tell the results after we're after we're done with this episode but before we end the recording so it's gonna be up to the people right now as we're recording this and i'll tell you who won so all right so uh, let's move on to our main discussion. Yes. We're going to be uh, talking about the 1978 TV movie, Doctor Strange. Ever wonder the real story behind Christmas? How about the history of video games, which almost became non-existent in the early 80s? Dr. Seuss, who was a World War II cartoon propagandist. Toilets, for which you can literally think a dude named Crapper and the U.S. political system, which may or may not be the same thing. Infoblast has you covered with quick looks into interesting histories of, well, anything or anyone. I'm Nick Job. I'm Rob Branch. And you should learn some interesting history along with us. Nothing Stephen Strange learned in medical school could prepare him for an attack by an evil sorceress from the fourth dimension. A villainous who can only be stopped by an earthly master of the mystic arts. You're telling me you're a sorcerer. I came here to try to help a patient of mine. Come and take him into our domain. Now it's up to Stephen Strange to take the place of the Earth's last sorcerer. Have I become the sorcerer? You should learn whose powers to respect. Come along for a fantastic adventure into the fourth dimension with Doctor Strange. Yes, and full disclosure, I did not get to watch the movie, 
So Nick's going to be teaching me all about it in a, in a movie info blast. <laughs> movie blast. Movie blast. Um, <laughs> um, um, but I will be making little comments here and there because I'm very curious. Yeah. And this movie is very fresh because I literally just finished it pretty soon, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes before recording this. Uh, so yeah, yeah it's, uh, it, it is very seventies. I'm going to start off with that. So, <laughs> you know, we've said that about the Spider-Man one. Yep. Uh, and, uh, I feel, <clears throat> no, I guess Captain America was 1990. Yes. Uh, but this one, okay. Just keep in mind, very seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, so the movie starts with Morgan Le Fay. Okay. Uh, if you don't know Morgan Le Fay, she uh, and the she is from Marvel Comics as well. Uh, it's more or less the same character from Arthur, like King Arthur Legends, oh, um, and Merlin and all that. <clears throat> um, <Okay. clears throat> but anyway, so Morgan Le Fay is played by Lucille Bluth. <gasps> I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. She no, literally is. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Jessica Walter. Oh my gosh, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, and she's the villain of the movie. Oh god damn okay, it! She's now, wanting to re. Now I want to see this. So she wants to rejoin forces with some giant, shadowy, glowy monster thing uh, to make up for like past failures. Because I guess she's like sucked in the past, so she's like, "Give me another chance." So this giant demon, not Dormammu thing. Uh, is like you have three days to find and kill an old man <laughs> who at this point I was assuming was the the ancient one, like this movie's version of the ancient one. Okay. Like the Tilda Swinton. Right, 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 right. Um, and uh, so then we switch to, yeah, so we switch to that old guy and this movie's version of Wong and the Sanctum Sanctorum. Now, the old man's dying or something. It's never really clear. Uh, but he also knows that Morgan is coming after him within the next like three days. So they need to find Stephen Strange, who I guess they've been keeping tabs on. Yeah. So Dr. Strange in this version is a psychiatrist, not like a surgeon. Okay. And uh, the strangest part about him is that he looks like a 1970s version of Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. So anyway, he is um, our Dr. Strange. He does have like the right attitude. Like he, it's actually a good performance for a Dr. Strange with, a, a couple things that I'll get to later. Um, but he has that attitude down. You know, he has snarkiness. He's a womanizer. Like, he, uh, you know, is very confident in his abilities and kind of goes above what he probably should be doing. Uh, so, yeah, it, the, and the, so the performance, again, reminded me of, like, a light version of benedict cumberbatch's um so yeah it it actually wasn't too bad um now after this point we're introduced to to strange 
there's this really long sequence where a random woman uh, and Morgan Le Fay are kind of walking around to like some intense music. And there's a lot of this throughout the movie where there's just like these weird cut sequences to the same exact intense music. Mm. Um, Like if someone's being followed or if something like suspenseful is going to happen, but it's always really long and drawn out and not very interesting. So it's like, it's a weird uh, combination. Uh, Anyway. So the old guy shows up and Morgan is there and they start talking to each other telepathically. So it's just them like staring off past the camera at each other for a few lines. Mm -hmm. And then they actually speak out loud right after that. So I'm not sure why they spoke telepathically to begin with. Hmm. Um, Oh, and then that random woman like that it was following just kind of walking through the subway and like down the street and stuff it follows her again and she comes up and you find out she's been possessed by Morgan. uh, And she comes up and like pushes the old guy over the bridge, like, and plummeting down to the freeway below the old guy just kind of gets up after a second (laughs) and just starts walking off with some like hip pain. That's about (laughs) it. And uh, he's like, where's the girl? Did you see the girl? And people are like, what girl? So he just walks off and he puts his hand on his hip and his hand glows and heals himself. Oh, nice. That random chick comes back again and she has like PTSD after being possessed because she apparently like gained consciousness again after she was, after she had pushed the guy. Uh, So she realized what she had done kind of as she was doing it. So she's like dealing with this mental assault uh, and emotional assault on what she had to do and thought he was dead and that he had like plummeted to his death because she didn't see him get back up. So then Wong checks in uh, on the old man and tells him he found Stephen Strange while the old man explains he tricked, he supposedly tricked Morgan into attacking, but he was still caught off guard by this random girl and needs to find her so that he can help her get over her possession and like everything that came along with that. So then he picks up and shows Wong a perfectly drawn, realistic sketching that he did of this girl. We're about 20 minutes into the movie at this point. Oh, wow. wow okay (laughs) yeah and uh it's now about the second time strange has come into the movie like we're 20 minutes in and it's it's the second scene that he has been in and the first scene wasn't much of anything (laughs) Um, oh wow that sounds fun (laughs) Uh, so the movie likes to focus on unnecessary things like a little too long. Like it's trying to pad the length to make it like 90 minutes, but in little bits at a time. So like it shows him being in a room and adjusting stuff and then, uh, standing around, putting his paperwork away and saying goodnight to a nurse then walking back to the room to watch the TV and then the, it like stops on the TV, which is playing like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. And it just like shows the movie for a little while. 
and then pans out and uh, it's actually kind of a cool transition it pans out and turns to the random chick who had like fallen asleep on her couch or whatever watching the same movie so then like she gets up and goes to bed and then he falls asleep too like in this patient's room i guess i don't really know and uh there's this dream sequence where she relives like the whole bridge pushing old man event and (laughs) but uh strange is the one who like wakes up from the dream Uh, and then the chick is now dreaming about running in slow motion and like this pitch black dark room while being watched by Morgan Le Fay. So then she just like wakes up and like jumps out of bed and runs out of her apartment to the elevator uh, where I guess Morgan decides to become David S. Pumpkins for a second. <laughs> like there's a part of the elevator goes down and it opens and she's just like standing there looking into the elevator and then the doors close again and keep going. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Any questions? Any questions? Um, <laughs> so this girl who we don't even know who she is or we like, we don't even know her name at this point. They haven't said a name, which that's actually kind of a plot point for a little bit. Um, so she runs into this alley and she's confused. She doesn't know where she is or how she got there. Or what's going on. So this cab driver who seems to be a pretty decent person like picks her up and like takes her to the hospital. So Dr. Strange is called in to talk to the woman uh, as he's a psychiatrist and she's like confused and going a little crazy. And she's complaining like she doesn't want to fall asleep. Like this is like a really big thing that has absolutely zero payoff. Oh, um, well, I wouldn't say zero payoff. There's a little bit of a payoff, uh, but it's not worth like the attention it, it puts on it which is that she doesn't want to fall asleep uh, Mm -hmm. because she thinks she'll die. So she finally opens up about like pushing the old man over the railing and that she dreams of like Morgan as if she's some kind of like Freddy Krueger or something (laughs) Uh, like nobody knows what's going on. Um, So then the movie switches over to Wong who knows everything that's going on. Uh, (laughs) Even and, even uh, in this version, Wong is like more powerful. Right, pretty much. <laughs> That's what it sounds um, like. <laughs> yeah, it, like it's like he's just magically no like it just goes back to Wong and it's like, all right, I know everything. I'm all caught up on the plot. <laughs> uh and uh so he like knows who the girl is and he tells like the old man whose name we also don't know at this point. So then we get like the stereotypical scene of like a mental ward where the Jane Doe basically is going in line to get her meds and water, but she runs in uh, like she ends up running away from like the mean nurse uh, until Strange steps in and takes her to another room. And he actually has a very Cumberbatchian response to Nurse Karen, Mm. Uh, but I, I can't really say it it was kind of in how he said it that was it was actually a good delivery of the line and i wouldn't do it justice so that kind of makes this whole conversation a tease but doctor later doctor i've been at this hospital for 20 years i'm very well aware of that yes so then morgan shows up outside the sanctum where the old man and wong are leaving 
And there's this, again, really lengthy section where she possesses a cat and tries to sneak inside the building, but the cat gets, like, electrocuted by magic defenses and runs (laughs) off. Uh, So then Morgan just leaves. So then Strange talks the hospital team or, like, the board, the hospital psychiatry board or whatever, uh, into letting Jane Doe stay, but the head of the board or whatever wants to talk to her first meanwhile old man kenobi comes in (laughs) and does like jedi mind tricks on like the nurse to let him talk to jane doe and then he does like the the exact same thing another like jedi mind trick on nurse karen to like get past her and this finally leads him to meeting dr strange and uh, the first thing he does is he pulls out that realistic sketching he did of the Jane Doe. And he's, you know, nobody comments on the fact that it's like a really good freaking drawing. And he did it after meeting her like maybe one time. <laughs> um, he has a really good memory, you guys. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, they're looking at that and they speak in private about the girl whose name Wong discovered was Clea. Uh, like C L E A, but her last name is Lake, so it's Clea Lake. Uh-huh. Now, I I want to bring this up real quick because this is really interesting. Clea is a very important character from the comics. Oh, really? She ends up being a student of Strange, like in Magic. And he teaches her stuff and she becomes like the mistress of the dark dimension. And they have kind of, I think she ends up becoming like his wife or ex-wife or whatever, like as a romance thing. And so it's interesting that they brought this in because I've also heard rumors of Clea becoming a thing in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, really? That's interesting. We'll see how, how that goes. Anyway. So Strange tells the old man he's had a dream about him, which, you know, is always a great way to start conversations. <laughs> um, so the old man then tells him he had a psychic connection to her dream or something. And he eventually introduces himself. The old man introduces himself via business card. And his name is Thomas Lindmer. Uh, they talk about like magic and evil and stuff. And then they shake hands and he like makes his hand glow again. And that freaks out Dr. Strange who just kind of watches him walk off. So then Strange confronts his boss who uh, put Clea to sleep against her will. And this is like that minor payoff. She ends up slowly dying like in her sleep as Strange tries to like keep her alive to the shame of his boss who had gone against her wishes and they'd like thought about it and uh, but then you know she's ends up in a coma uh, at this point which she's in for a while like they didn't show anything like why she was in a coma or like how she was attacked or what happened when she was asleep so like it it does have a point but it's like not explained how or why it's happening okay uh, oh, Strange takes, like, this is his motivation to go uh, to Bleecker Street to meet Linmer at the Sanctum, uh, mm-hmm. which is also still being watched by Morgan Le Fay, 
And so <laughs> she pulls a, like, have you seen Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell? God, a long time ago. I remember a little bit about it. Okay, so there's this bit where the, it constructs this bit about, like, the bicycle coming out, like, in front of the bus, and then he, like, tries to save the kid on the bicycle and ends up getting hit by the bus. Uh, <laughs> that's, like, the exact same thing yeah. that Morgan tries to do here. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, like, doesn't work. Uh, so he just kind of grabs the kid, or the person on the bike, and keeps going. And I'm starting to realize at this point in the movie, it's no wonder why Morgan Le Fay was exiled or whatever for being completely incompetent. <laughs> okay. So then Wong lets Strange into the Sanctum, where they meet up with Linmer. Uh, they discuss Strange's ring, which has been uh, shown or brought up a couple times at this point. Uh, because it shares the same symbol as the Sanctum window. And it's the same symbol like from the modern movies and the comics and stuff. You know, it's that you know weird design on the window. We're now at the halfway point of the movie. Oh my right? god, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Jesus, a lot has happened. <laughs> god damn. And this was a made-for-TV movie. I'm looking up the Wikipedia. It was a made-for-TV yeah. movie. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. This, is for, this is 45 minutes into the movie. Oh, my God. So it's like a lot has happened, and like almost nothing has happened. So Linmer and Strange finally get down to business, and they talk about like what's going on. And he's this old weakened sorcerer who wants to save Clea from Morgan, but can't get out in the open because Morgan would kill him. Uh, so he wants to work through Dr. Strange, who has latent powers and were saved by his parents' sacrifices or something or other like that. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, it was like <laughs> it's like plot lines from Dr. Strange, Ant-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, like rolled <laughs> up in one. <laughs> nice. But Strange eventually gives in, and Linmer gives him his uh, ring back, which uh, has been, like, magicked up. So I guess it's this version of, like, that sling ring or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Strange is about to go on an astral journey. Oh. And I was like, ooh, is this going to be, like, the mirror dimension kind of stuff? Are they actually going to try to do something like this? Yeah. Now, the idea is he's going to go through the astral planes in order to find Clea, who's like kind of trapped within her own mind right now and pull her out of it and rescue her. But Morgan is going to try to attack in some form or fashion. So uh, he like the Linmer is giving him tips on how to fight back and like do different things, the ring and things he should say and uh, blah, blah, blah. Then he's like, when are we going to start this? And he's like, right now. And it pulls back. And we are quickly shot into the psychedelic Doctor Who on acid tunnel of colors and visions and like trippy music. And at one point, Morgan goes all like Rita Repulsa and summons a demon to like take care of things. Mm, Okay. Um. Strange has a pretty trippy mind meld with Clea. I mean, you just got to see this whole sequence. It's really 
weirdly done. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I do uh, think I'm going to try to track this down somehow later yeah. on and watch it. I'm very curious. Uh, so he like, he's trying to rescue her and save her. And then the demon on horseback shows up charging with the psychedelic tunnel in the background. But then yeah. strange recites whatever sentence that Linmer told him to say and banishes the demon uh, before we return to our regularly scheduled Tommy tunnel trip. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh, but then like that big red shadowy demon thing from like the beginning of the movie uh-huh. shows back up uh, at Morgan and it's like pissed at how inadequate she is at literally everything. And so, like, this guy, this demon thing talks kind of like a hybrid of, like, Voldemort and Bane, like, from Dark Knight. So he's going off on her because she's had thrice opportunities to take out Strange as Lindmer's replacement. And I kid you not, she says, and this totally caught me completely off guard. She did not kill him. Basically, because she's a woman and found him hot and has gotten really horny over the years in exile and wants to feel a man's touch again. How have I toyed with you? I don't understand. This mortal, Stephen Strange, is the one chosen by Linda to succeed him. Thrice you had the opportunity to slay him, and thrice you stayed your hand. Why, Morgan? I commanded Belzeroth to bring him to me. It was he who failed. Do not lie to me, woman. Why have you spared him? I am still a woman. And the man attracted me. Then you find no satisfaction in my service. I would feel the warmth of a man's arms again. After all these years alone. Hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, so, like... <clears throat> Uh, the big bad guy then tells her she needs to either kill the old man or kill Strange. And so Strange goes and meets up with Clea, who is back to normal after their psychedelic journey. So I guess that means uh, mushroom microdosing works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I, um, I, I agree. So, <laughs> So they like laugh and flirt as he walks her home. And then he asks her out on a date because he seems like the type that dates his patients and probably some of his nurses. So then there's like another really long shot of the sanctum at night in a storm. A strange walks up to it and waits on Wong to open the door and say he can come in. And I'm like, it, it's, it's just a focus on things that don't really need to be focused on. like it's just this really long sequence and i'm you know i said that in like five seconds but this whole sequence takes like up to a minute um and strange says like he's done with the whole magic thing and even questions why wong calls the old man master call me a rational man i am i want to stay that way doctor wong excuse me master but let me speak please why do you call him master because of what he's taught me Wong, you're an intelligent man. Surely you don't believe all this. It's not a question of belief. I may believe it's not raining outside and leave my umbrella in the closet. But that won't help me from getting wet. 
I can't bow my head to any man and call him master. I believe in myself. I take responsibility for myself. And it's done with it. Like, that's his line. Like, he won't call someone else master. Which should have been how Fifty Shades ended. (laughs) (laughs) Now, at some point, I guess, even had brought in the possessed cat who transforms into Morgan uh, and traps and seemingly kills Wong before venturing through the sanctum. Uh, That brings up questions of possession versus transformation that I'm not sure this movie really thought about. (laughs) So she meets up with old man Kenobi again, who fires lightning or energy or something at Morgan, who then fires it back at Limmer attempting to kill him but he seems mm-hmm. to like have protected himself somehow so she summons the demon dude again and it shows <laughs> so it shows the outside of the sanctum for like the billionth time with the lit up circle window but this time there's a shadow of this goofy ass looking demon oh. in it and it like turns around all bouncily and I swear it looks either like the Gur Arg thing from like Joss Whedon or like something out of South Park. Hmm. So anyway, Clea's getting ready for their date when Strange shows up soaking wet from the rain and he asks her for a hot bath, but she offers a cold beer instead. So he's like getting a beer from the fridge while she like goes to the other room. And Morgan appears and like freaks Clea out until she passes out again. And then she like reappears. Morgan reappears and has Strange come with her. She ends up taking him to some like other dimension and starts flirting with him. Uh, But then she goes on like a genie like ramble about giving him wealth and power and anything that he wants. And while she's like saying all this, she's like altering his outfit. So she's like, you know, you can have wealth and like gives him this necklace or power and like is in the suit and so that like while she's when she's done with the speech he's wearing his like superhero like comics outfit like with the necklace and the cape and like all that stuff okay um so then she tries to kiss him and he turns away because her lips are cold (laughs) um before eventually giving in and like making out with her to warm up her lips then uh, then she starts stripping and they start to have sex until Whoa. she asks him to take off his ring. Yeah. Escalates quickly. Yeah, um, I'd say. <clears throat> uh, she asks him to take off his ring and he refuses. So she walks him into some like cave where he sees Linmer supposedly dead and like crucified on the ceiling. So then uh, Strange and Morgan start fighting and then she binds him with plants or something and then they shoot beams at each other and then he realizes Lenmer is still alive so he's like Master. and they magically transport back to the sanctum and both are like alive and well uh, okay. just because he calls him Master. Okay. Uh, so then the yeah so then the big demon dude gets like super pissed at Morgan and turns her into an old lady and leaves her trapped and screaming in some hell dimension. <laughs> oh my God. I got to watch this really soon now. Damn. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then 
back at the sanctum, Wong wakes up totally not dead uh, and finds Strange and Linmer. Uh, Strange ultimately chooses to become the next Sorcerer Supreme. They never say the word Sorcerer Supreme. They just call it the Sorcerer, but that's what they mean. And this white box thing like grows out of the ground and an orange beam like covers Strange and Linmer like they're about to be like Star Trek beamed off or something. And there's this electric shock transference and he stands up in a way shittier costume than he had before. Like it's, <laughs> oh man, it's ridiculous how they went totally backwards on that one. Like he ends up in something that looks like he made himself. Whereas before this kind of energy transfer, he had like his comics cool looking costume. And I'm just like, what, why? That was dumb. But uh, then Wong tells him he will eventually become the sorcerer, but he has a lot of training to do before he'll get there, which he'll get from the ancient one, who I guess is just some beam of light rather than Linmer this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, Strange goes back to work and runs into Clea again, and his bo- boss is like watching him, like rightfully judging him as they like walk off together. But then, okay, they've already been on, like, a date. They've already been, or were going to, and, like, all this stuff. But then she asks uh, him for help with her psychology homework, and he's all, like, doctors aren't supposed to be involved with their patients. Oh. Uh, And she's like, well, I'm not your patient anymore. And he's all, no, you're not. I don't suppose you'd like to help me with my homework sometime. Doctors aren't supposed to get involved with their patients. Yeah, but I'm not your patient anymore. Am I? No, you're not. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No issues there. Nope. So then they stop at the corner and see, like, you know how they always had, like, a bunch of little TVs stacked on each other in a corner store window kind of thing? Uh-huh. Um, they did that, and the news was playing, and on the news was a reporter interviewing Morgan Le Fay somehow for some reason not really explained and she was even using her real name like the reporter was like and this was Morgan Le Fay or whatever like what? uh, okay. but then like Strange and Clea just brush it off like they didn't know what was happening they're just like oh well whatever and then they just have another doctor patient conversation before they talk their way around that awkwardness again. <laughs> um, Do you have a date tonight? No. Are you asking for one? Would you like one? I thought you said doctors weren't supposed to get involved with their patients. Well, I could help you with your homework. That would make it a professional visit. Okay. I'd love it. And then, so the next day, Strange walks through the park and stops to watch a cheesy magic show. And, you know, they're just like on this fake little stage and doing, you know, cheesy kid show magic stuff. Okay. okay. And uh, Strange, like, you know, twinkle in the eye kind of thing. And the magician uh, opens his handkerchief and like real flowers come out and it shocks the magician that even that happened. And, uh, and oh, end credits. Oh my God. Uh, 
was like everything that was made in the seventies involved drugs. Like <laughs> it's just a decade full of people on drugs. Right. Now I will say honestly, it's not bad. Like it's a weird take for a Doctor Strange origin story. Yeah. But it honestly kinda works. Okay. Uh, it, it it takes a little too long to get where it's going. Uh, if anything, the pacing of the movie is like it's a well, it's weird. Uh, there's lots of long lingering shots of unimportant things, or yet another cutaway to the sanctum. Strange was actually fairly good; like it was a decent casting. Um, okay. Gave kind of a Cumberbatch style performance, uh, except his Strange wasn't a dick. Like he was just <laughs> like a he was just the stand up guy who just wanted to do good things. And uh, also sometimes to his patients and nurses. But he was, like, really smart and good at what he did. Uh, The story felt a little stretched out for what it really was. Morgan was a really lousy villain (laughs) uh, with a bizarre stretch of closing scenes. Like, it just didn't end. Uh, Like, what they, it's like they didn't know how to end her character arc. (laughs) <laughs> um, and there was like zero resolution with not Dormammu um, who just kind of like goes away. He he just leaves Morgan in that hell dimension that she somehow gets out of right after. And then is like, you don't see him again. Hmm. And so just like right when the movie is really picking up, he becomes the hero, like the Dr. Strange hero. And then like the movie ends. So okay. it feels like it's almost missing like another act or two. Got it. And the first act was like really stretched out. Well, um, since I'm on the Wikipedia, do you want to know what the critics had to say about it? Sure. It got very low Nielsen ratings. And uh, a couple of critics said it was a bad film and suggested this is the reason CBS did not pick up the series. Because it struggles under its origins and not much happens over the course of 90 minutes. That's uh, true. Someone else said they found the film boring and said that the first uh, two-thirds of the film played like a medical procedure. Also true. Um, someone did defend the film but then conceded that it was slow-moving, lacking any sense of urgency or needed much going for the titular character. Hess, uh, Strange was a bit of a Gary Stu in the film, which is like the, ma- the male version yeah. of Mary Sue. Okay, okay. Just anyone didn't know what that was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is all accurate so far. Uh, <laughs> he's instantly good at everything without any training, only fails once before miraculously becoming awesome immediately afterwards. And he's just generally an idiot. He's also barely there as a figure. And then uh, the last little tidbit is uh, someone else called the film an ambitious shoot uh, whose effects were campy by today's standards. I don't know when today might have been, but um, uh, but described the acting has wonderfully committed performances. So there you go. And that's all they got. Uh, I would say that like literally all of that is 100% correct. <laughs> okay. Um, well, good to know. <laughs> but I 
I still don't think I still don't think it was that bad. It had entertaining moments. Granted, I was interrupted like a lot while trying to watch this movie. Oh yeah, you did uh, tell so me I that. I did yeah. have breaks in it and didn't have to watch it straight through. So I don't know if I would have watched it straight through. I would have felt different or what, but uh, it was definitely a trip. Okay. Well, I I still might check it out. Uh, I just got to find a copy of it somewhere. I mean, supposedly it's on DVD through Shout Factory. So I could just, you know, I don't know, maybe I can rent it somewhere or something. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and give it a watch. And maybe I'll report back uh, on a future episode about my thoughts on it. Because I'm curious. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, before we wrap up, uh-huh. I got I got the uh, results of the last contenders battle between Mantis and War Machine. If you're very curious, Ooh. okay. So only one person voted, and the vote went to War Machine. Uh huh. You voted. That was not me. You can go look. It's still up on the in the Facebook <laughs> group. You can go look. It's not me. I do not well, vote in these things. We'll come back to this <laughs> in the next episode. And more people have had a chance. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Don't be mad just because people are on my side. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you gotta stop picking people with mind control because you're just gonna. That's gonna be your whole thing. Oh, they can win because they got mind control. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> In fact, I meant to get somebody who could sneak attack. I suppose your next one's going to be like Professor Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see. <clears throat> anyway. Okay, that's all I got. But I think that'll about that'll about wrap it up for this episode. Uh, awesome. Anything else you would like to add, Jason? Uh, no, uh, just go to rabbitholepodcast.com and, uh, April 23rd, go to twitch.tv slash rabbitholepods, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Next episode, we'll be covering Doctor Strange, the 26th version. Yes. Uh, so until then, I'm Nick Joe. I'm Jason Soto. And we will MCU later. Copyright 2022 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcasts.com.